Star Wars 7x7 episode 1365 today. The final showdown between Rey and Luke on Octo and what went down just before it with both Rey and Luke. The Luke stuff is particularly amazing. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Ken Premillard, illustrator of the Star Wars Incredible Cross-Sections books. You're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So I'm continuing my series of looks at the last Jedi novelization by Jason Fry, and today we are talking about the last moments of Rey on the island of Octo. So when they had that whole foofara over the caretakers and the supposed raiders that were coming to the island, after Rey stormed off from that, she said, you know, she's taken off, like she's done, she is leaving the island, but she knew there was something she wanted to do first, and that was to go inside that blowhole and go experience whatever needed to be experienced in that dark side place within the island. Now, there's not a lot that's additional there from what we saw in the movie, just that the idea of her being in that line of rays like she wasn't one necessarily at the head of the line or the back of the line the whole time as jason fry writes the novelization she's actually at different points in the line like the actual ray and she is constantly having to move herself through the line to get to the point where she wants to be to learn what she needs to learn and after everything went so wrong with Luke, she knows that there's only one person that she can talk to about the experience, and that's Kylo Ren. So after their encounter where he's shirtless, and, you know, that one pretty much goes the way that you already know about it, she has the discussion with him when they're in her hut, and then Luke shows up in the middle of it and destroys the hut, and then they have their fight and so on and so forth. And ultimately, it's the same thing. You know, she offers him the lightsaber, and he won't take it. He tells her the truth about what happened, and yeah, she's done. She's gone. So she flies off in the Falcon, and there's no indication in the book that she actually takes the books inside the Jedi Library, inside that Unadi tree. And you know, there's a mention of her shutting a drawer, and that's, of course, got to be the drawer where the books are, and that's it. No other thing. So she ends up going, you know, off into hyperspace to find the fleet and tells Chewie, you know, jump <laughs> as soon as you drop me off in the escape pod. And there is a note on the escape pod that's written in Arabesh. It says, property of Han Solo, please return on the thing, which makes Rey actually amused. And I don't know where I saw this, but I swear I saw something cross my radar suggesting that little Ben Solo had written something on the escape pod to maybe something to the effect of, you know, property of Han Solo and Ben Solo or something like that. But now, of course, I can't seem to find it. So if that rings any bells with you, then by all means, leave me a comment on either Facebook or YouTube, wherever you see this video or wherever you listen to the audio of the podcast and let me know <laughs> where I can find that if I may have actually seen that or if I was just dreaming, whatever it is, yeah, just drop me a line. And when she arrives at the First Order fleet pursuit 
of the Rattus and gets in the escape pod and gets taken into the supremacy. Kylo Ren is, of course, there to greet her. One thing that we didn't see in the movie, though, but that happened in that scene was a discussion of the lightsaber. And he said, yeah, that lightsaber belongs to me. Give it to me. And she gives him some guff about it, saying, oh, well, it called to me at the castle. And I thought that was an interesting choice. Not that it called to her at the forest on Starkiller Base in the snowy forest where they had their first lightsaber battle, but it actually called to her in the castle is what she says to him. So I thought that was an interesting little point of order. And so she doesn't necessarily give it up readily, but she knows she's going to have to give it up. And so she does. And in case you were wondering at all about the timing of things, when Ray shows up at the First Order fleet, it's about the same time that Rose and Finn and DJ are arriving to slice their way into the supremacy. And in fact, Finn is noticing that there are a few TIE fighters flying around, and he notices that they are not flying anywhere near where their position is, which they ought not to anyway, because the ship is supposed to be cloaked to begin with. But the fact that it's not an utter and complete swarm going after after the resistance makes him wonder just what it is that's going on. And I think the implication is, is that the TIE fighters are there to escort the escape pod into the supremacy and probably to have checked to see what's happening with the Millennium Falcon. Like, where did the ship come from and where did it go? Kylo Ren has a moment where he's like, that thing again, you know, that ship. And he's amazed that it doesn't disintegrate upon going into hyperspace again. He really has a sore spot about the Millennium Falcon. Hopefully that's something that we'll get to learn about at a future date. But you know what? I know I wanted to talk to you about what went on with Luke. And I'm sorry, I'm going to break that promise for you today. Instead, we're going to move it to tomorrow. So that being said, I'm going to take a quick break. And then just a little bit of business after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Want a free copy of The Last Jedi in 4K UHD HDR with Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? It's the highest quality you can possibly watch The Last Jedi at, courtesy of Voodoo. And starting Friday, March 16th, I'm giving away those 10 to the first 10 people who become patrons of the podcast at the $5.01 level or higher. And if you join at the 1138 level or higher, I'll throw in a free copy of The Force Awakens Trivia Book 2. Go to patreon.com slash sw7x7 to support the show and get your free copy of The Last Jedi. Again, that's patreon.com slash sw7x7. Welcome back. So yesterday we began our shout outs to the new and upgraded patrons of the podcast. And today I want to say thank you so much to Joe Miraglia. Joe, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. He moved his pledge up from $1 a month to $5 and a penny, 501st, get it, a month. And he's been listening to the podcast for about three years. Said that all around the Force Awakens excitement, he'd been looking for more content, more podcast stuff and came across me back then. So he's been listening for quite a while. And so Joe, Thank you so much for listening for all that time and for becoming a more involved patron of the podcast. I greatly appreciate it. And that right there, my friends, is going to do it for today's podcast overall. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you activate the carbon freezing chamber, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com slash SW7x7. 
its most impressive, and its destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!